So last night we were at City Awakening and Pastor Ben and I were talking and it was like, what do you want to do tomorrow? Oh, what do you want to do tomorrow? What do you want to do tomorrow? And I was like, we were just like basking in the rest. And I was like, man, we get, we're so neutral right now. We can't, we can't figure anything out. So I was like, see you tomorrow. Um, so this morning I figured we would feel like we had something more tangible, but no, the spirit of rest has followed everybody in this church. So here we are feeling like, woo, you know? Um, so I'm like, Lord, what is happening? Because you don't want to, you know, if you've ever been driving with somebody and you're listening to a song, it's so good. And then they put their, I would say station, but anymore, it's just one of my kids put their song on their phone. And I'm like, hey, you know? And so God is saying a whole bunch of stuff right now. But I, I felt that we need to say what channel he's on right now. What, do you, what is he singing right now this morning to the collective? Because there's so many things he is singing, so many things he is saying. But I'm just going to tell you what I feel this morning in particular so I don't change the channel on him. Even though it's a good song. Let's say what he's saying. So this is what I, this is what I heard this morning. I heard these instructions move up and move out. I thought, okay, do tell, Lord. What are you saying there? It's time to move up and move out. Move up and move out. That's what I heard him say. And then I was brought to a vision that I had many, many years ago. In fact, I don't even think I've ever shared this before. I know you think I've shared every vision I've ever had in my entire life, but I do have a ton of them I don't share, believe it or not. Um, but I live in the seer world. That's just... It's the, it's the world I know. It's the only world that makes sense to me. This actual world doesn't make any sense to me. The world <laughs> where God speaks to me in my sleep is where I, it's where I understand things. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a vision. I actually just want to take you through it. The Lord said, give them the vision. Don't just tell them the vision you had. Give them the vision. So go ahead and just close your eyes. This is going to be really fast. This was many, 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 many years ago when life was starting to adult me. Okay like businesses and kids and bills and insurance and washers breaking and people gossiping and problems and leadership and management and whoa, what is happening here? And it was like I was standing in a river of mud. I want everybody in here to close your eyes just as a, as a point of trust in the Lord actually. And I was like standing in mud, you know, it's like life starts getting muddy and complicated. And all of a sudden I was out of this muddy river and I was standing on a glass floor. And I want you to imagine now that you're standing on a glass floor and you look down through the glass, it's crystal clear. And there is the muddy river and it's flowing, and it's just life. It's life on the ground. It's life on the ground. And Lord said, Jenny, I want you to live up here. I don't want you to live down there. I'm going to let you see it all. I'm going to not give you a sandbox to put your head in. I'm going to let you see all the muck, all the life, all the things, all the problems, all the issues, but... I want you to live up here. Okay, go ahead and open your eyes. And it was really that simple. And so this morning when I said, you want us to move up and move out, what are you talking about? And he said, that's what I'm talking about. And he brought me back to that vision. And he said, 
we are moving into a time, and I'm being prophetic right now. This is a corporate prophetic word. We are moving into a time where we are going to need to live in that space. Because in, in the space under the glass floor, we're stuck in relationships we can't let go of because it's like mostly good. We're, we're bound. And I saw snakes on people's legs. And I saw when you came up to the ceiling or to the glass floor, which was once the ceiling and now it's the floor, the snakes were dropping off and just uncoiling from legs, uncoiling. And it's like, whoo, lots of space. I can move now because I'm not stuck in the stuff. I'm not in the mud. I'm not in the resistance of life. I can see it. And then he said this, and, and I'm telling you, this is going to stretch you just like it stretched me, but it also gave me such refreshment and excitement. I've seen, been seeing 555 a lot. Who's been seeing 555? Lots of people. Okay. So, you know, I love, I love when God's speaking, but I also like to know what is he speaking? <laughs> like just seeing something over and over isn't that encouraging to me until I know what are you saying? And so just this morning, sitting right there, God downloaded it to me. And he, he said this, Jenny, we're moving into a time as the body of Christ, where we will sit 55 minutes in the presence. And the last five minutes, he'll download the strategy. It's 55 and five. You'll sit 55 minutes in the presence, and then five minutes he'll download to you about your business, your strategy. You'll sit 55 minutes in the presence, Dara, and you'll write a song in five minutes. That is what he told me this morning. That's what we're moving into. And that means we have to actually take our Western Christianity and go, oh, you better go under the glass because that doesn't make sense. Because we think how much we do according to the quantity of time is what we can produce. But God is saying that 55 minutes in his presence, five minutes of a download, you're good. Seriously, if you're writing a book right now, sit 55 minutes in the presence, write for five minutes, you will be shocked what happens. That's what we're moving into. That is what we're moving into. And I think that that's why this morning we couldn't get in our five minutes of God, what do you want to do? Because he's like, let's just lollygag in the presence, shall we? And, and I was sitting here going, is there such thing as trusting God too much? Because I don't know if the wheels are going to come off the wagon here. I mean, hey, if all else fails, we just tell the worship team to come up and keep playing. I mean, we have these backup plans, but it's like, you know, we're just basking in the presence. And I just felt like, man, we're just... Wow, God, you know? And then right before, when, when Pastor Ben said, I just want you to announce the, you know, drench night thing and then come up and say whatever, I just figured the whatever would come. Because I was just about ready just to lay out on Dara's lap up here and just, ah. <laughs> you know? But God said it in the last moments. And so, Father, um, I just ask you in Jesus' name. I ask you, Father, that you would reprogram us, God, reprogram us, Lord, that we would not have our paradigms of what it looks like to be a productive Christian, God. You did not call us to be productive. You called us to be fruitful, Lord. And when our roots are embedded in muddy waters, we cannot grow pure fruit. The pure fruit cannot come from muddy waters, God, but we are, we are standing on the glass. We are standing on the glass, as a body of Christ, we are standing on the glass. I just know that's where we are in time. I actually heard another prophet talk about this. But 
Father, I just thank you, Lord, that we are standing on a sea of glass right now, and we are, we are given permission to live in heavenly realms. We are 100% here on planet Earth, but we are 100% in the spirit right now. But Father God, we can bring our intellect, we can bring our strategy, we can bring our management, we can bring our leadership, we can bring our um, community, we can bring every responsibility, every assignment, God, that you've given us, Lord, you would prefer that we operate in a higher realm. And so, Lord, I ask you right now for the courage for this body right here, this body for the courage that we would live up so that we can move out. God, move us up so we can move out. Move us up so we can move out. In Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, amen. amen. I heard of a story, I don't know who it is, some, some spiritual giant that is doing amazing stuff for God, and I think it's like, they said they spend... I don't even know, like an hour a day actually working. Somebody might know the story. And then hours and hours and hours in the presence. It like messes with your head because it's like, well, how do you actually do that? <laughs> you know, I'm not telling everybody to go home and do nothing. You know, Netflix isn't the 55 minutes, right? <laughs> I, I mean, the 55 is, is you're in the pocket. You have shut off the world. Like the phone isn't buzzing off and you're like, oh, let me just answer this text real quick. I'm talking about getting like trapped in the presence, like the cocoon, right? You're in there and it's like, here I am. I'm settling in and I'm going to let myself get lost. I'm going to let myself get lost. And then it, it's crazy. Just the other day and Pastor Ben or Bob, do you want to come up here? Because um, I'm done. But just the other day, I was just sitting, just enjoying Jesus. And I didn't have an agenda. I just wanted to enjoy his presence. And I'm just sitting in my chair. You know, my brain feels like half awake type of thing. And I'm just sitting there. And all of a sudden, this random idea comes to me. And then I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And it was a business idea. And it downloaded in like eight seconds. But I sat there for about 35 minutes. And I was like, oh, that's easy. Oh, that's going to work. Cool. Like there's no strain. There was no pros and cons list. There was no like, let me let you know, take an 18 week course on how to produce. It, it, Jesus just gave it to me, you guys. He just gave it to me because he's a good God. You know, when our kids are all, I have one in particular out of the five there, you know, there's a couple more, that, there's a couple that are more fiery than others. Okay. There's the easy kid. <laughs> the one named Mercy is the easiest. Imagine that. Um, but, and Sam, you're easy too, wherever you are. I love you. And Esther, you're pretty, you're easy too. Okay, it's Eden. Eden is hard, okay? She's in the kids. She can't hear me. Eden is difficult. I was trying to get around that. It was like a workaround that didn't work. Eden is fire. She's a lion. She's fire. And she'll be like, what? And you're like, what? And it's like, we're out of crackers. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, everything's a big deal to her. Everything. Absolutely everything. If I would have had her first, it would have I would it would have killed me. I would have not known how to deal with this kid. But now being older and more in the pocket, I'm like better. But anyway, so with her a lot, often I have to grab her, put her on my lap, and say, Let mom hold you. Let mom hold you. I love you. And I just begin to rock her and get her in that alpha. <laughs> We're both going into Alpha. That's what we're going to do right now. Because she runs 
wired. She runs with a lot of fire. And, and, I, and I'm not trying to put the fire out. I'm trying to help that fire, like get it channeled, right? Because right now she has a ton of fire and it's not channeled. It's just, you know. And, but, but for her, I actually don't want her to do more to calm the, I want her to, I want her to come in and just be rocked, just be held and this kind of thing. Okay. So for people with fire, like that is me. I've had to learn to just let the Holy Spirit just do, 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 do. And there's my productive brain. That's like, uh, what time is it? You know, uh, should we be doing something right now? So I have, I, I've learned that from Eden. And then as soon as and she gets back, I call it back in the green. Okay, we're in the red. Let's go back into the green. Let's get in the green here. And after her, then her spirit gets back into a rhythm of grace. And then that fire is channeled. It's not put out, but it's channeled. But that is the way that she has to be helped. So I know that I can relate to that. But as Americans, I think we're all a little bit like that. We are in this culture that's like, go, 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 slay, grit, slay, grit, go, grind. And I'm like, I hate all those words. (laughs) When you've had a revelation of rest, those words don't work for you anymore. You know, soar, come up higher, (laughs) creative places, creative dimension, like that works for me. Um, But God bless you. He is taking us to an ease because the world isn't going to get easier. There's going to be such a mess on the ground. You don't want to be there, but you have permission to live from up here. When family does crazy stuff or your best friend says something to you like, wow, get up on the glass, ask the Lord, how would you like me to handle this? How would you like me to address this? How, what do you want me to do? And our flesh is going to live underneath that, but our spirit is up higher. Amen. Amen. Brant, why don't y'all come up? I'm going to start worshiping again. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going on in my brain right now. Cause it, it started when, when pastor Heather was talking about kids, cause he, he, here's, here's our natural tendency. And, and it really came to a head when, it, when, it, when Jenny was talking about 55 minutes in the presence, five minutes of, you know, God will, God will download something, you know, that, that is against and she already kind of mentioned it. That's a hundred percent against my nature. Some of you in this room, when she said that, you're like, Ooh, this is going to be awesome. I was saying, well, you know, some of you that have said this is going to be awesome are throwing judgy darts to my brain right now. That's a sin, by the way. You, what's beautiful is you will be judged, not me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> no, if, if, by the way, if you're, if this is your first time in the collective, welcome. I'm glad you're here. here here's, here's why I'm saying that is that, um, I, here's our battle to get into an environment where you, we want you to be comfortable, but knowing that for our better good and for our spiritual maturity, we need to be uncomfortable. When, when, when Heather was talking about childcare, we want, it, it wasn't about childcare taking care of kids. It was about teaching kids. And on, on one token, we don't want to um, poke a church wound that's open still and just like poke you and jab you in this wound because you have been used and abused by the church. On the same token, some of you have a giftings of teaching and you really need to be back there teaching these kids. And, and I was thinking about, like, I, I don't feel like I'm called, like we want good teachers. So we don't, we're not looking 
for you just to grit and bear it like Jay's talking about. <laughs> Dear Lord, please do not do that, okay? Um, but, but some of you, you know you've been prompted by the Holy Spirit to actually do it. And we've kind of, Heather was so kind and gracious of her asking you to step into that. However, get uncomfortable about it. Step out. God's in that pocket. Here's what I've noticed with married to Jenny for over 20 years. I live in a perpetual state of uncomfortable feelings. <laughs> and in your... <laughs> I'm telling she has a dream. I'm having a child. She has a dream. We're opening a business. She has a dream. I'm adding work to my life. I just, she can soak in the presence for 55 minutes, but I got laundry to fold and things to do. Now, I, I all, all joking aside, when she said that, I was like, I need to do that. Because here's what happens. In the 55 minutes of the presence, he can condense five minutes to make it feel like 60 minutes of productivity. And you know what's gonna, it's gonna require to be uncomfortable. Being comfortable, being uncomfortable. And, and I'm telling you, it's a muscle, it's a training, and really what that muscle is called, it's called faith. Let's all stand to our feet. We're gonna wrap it up in worship. The, the um, I, I talked last night about this this term that we used to coin um, in business about ten years ago. We used to have T-shirts, so my kids would have sports, and and when we show up at sporting events for our kids, I was the dad on the sideline that well, I don't believe in giving everybody a blue ribbon. Just to let you know, there's winners and there's losers in life. So let's teach our kids everybody's a winner. That's totally cool. But the the reality with it is, I I had a shirt that said "Expect to Win." I was one of those dads on the sideline. I'm I'm just like I'm Mike. Some of you are judging me again. Just know I'm, I'm, I'm expect to win. I just, and, and here's what I was thinking about today. Actually last night when I was, when I was talking and it's, it's something about that word expectation that that's what faith is all about. Faith is a substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not yet seen. That's what's called expecting. When we trust God, when we surrender everything to father God, guess what? I'm expecting to come through. I may not know the plans he has set forth. I'm gonna start stepping in and praying that the Holy Spirit will lead me, guide me, direct me. I thank you, Father, that Lord, right now, let's all lift our hands up. Lord, Father, right now, all these families in this room, we surrender everything to you. We expect that you're gonna come through. We expect in this world in Portland, you're gonna come through. We expect in this world, we expect in the United States of America that you're gonna come through. We expect with all the craziness, things that have make no common sense, that doesn't make sense at all. We expect, Father, you're gonna come through. We're gonna expect healing in this room. We're gonna expect your miracles in this room. We're going to expect financial provision in this room. We're going to expect when some people lose their job, there's a better job as a result. We expect where finances may be gone, finances will come because we have an expectation. We have a faith and we know you're going to come through. Let's family, let's walk in that. And everybody said, amen. amen.